0: Welcome back to another episode of Purely Awesome Dads. I'm one of your co-hosts, Justin, along with...
1: Jeff Haberly. How's it going, man? Very excited. How you doing, it's, dude? It's going to be awesome. Doing great, dude. I know we have a uh, another fun episode today. Maybe not the most fun. <laughs> guess it's kind of a sucky topic. Uh, but we're going to talk about injuries, different injuries we've had. Um, say mo- Mostly maybe from sports, uh, but also just from life, life. in general. <laughs> things that have happened and things that have kind of impeded maybe our progress uh maybe temporarily um or maybe you know for for several months right at a time so i think we're just gonna take we we each have more than three but we're gonna teach take her our, our, our top three so so i'm gonna talk about so rotator cuff um it was it was my right uh, shoulder. I've injured a couple times. Valley fever that I had, which is kind of specific to Arizona and maybe California. And then I'm going to talk about uh, plantar fasciitis too. I've had in my arches uh, different times, um, you know, from, from running, uh, primarily from running. So those are top three I'm going to hit. And uh, Justin, you've got your top three as well.
0: So my top three <laughs> are a little bit slightly different. So my very first one is uh, I got mono when I was... Uh, I don't know, 36, 37, something like that. I'll talk about that in some detail. Uh, I w- went to China a couple of years ago and got hospitalized. And then uh, my last one is something that Jeff always laughs about because it's something that just seems to only happen to me. Uh, I've broken well over 20 bones in my body, you know, and so we're going to talk about kind of the recovery and, and what I've done to do that. And then almost all of those are 100% sports related. So trust me, it'll be a lot of fun to talk about, but as Jeff said. Fun for you, painful for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude, absolutely. So I'll, I'll kick off like I can mention the, the rotator cuff thing. So I, I've been a snowboarder since I was in high school. So it's, uh, gosh, almost, probably almost like 30 years now I, I've been snowboarding. This is going back maybe, I don't know, six, seven years ago now. Um, and I was snowboarding up in, uh up in Utah. And I was actually in some powder, amazing powder day, having an awesome time. And I was actually going really slow down this cat track and just taking a tight turn, kind of inside turn. And uh, there was some ice underneath that I wasn't aware of, and uh, my edge just slipped right out. You know, I put my hand down to kind of brace myself, but I ended up like high, basically hyperextending you know my, my hand. You're not supposed to like put your hands down <laughs> or so, but it was just the natural reaction. Sure <laughs> and uh, and literally hyperextended my arm to where I mean, it, it and it dislocated my shoulder. It, it popped out. A little bit but then like popped back in and it was it didn't hurt you know really <laughs> I was a little sore um but you know I felt it all the way down and I actually kept snowboarding that day it wasn't that bad it just kind of kind of hurt me a little bit and kind of sore and I figured yeah it popped back in it'll be all right and you know weeks after that and months after that it was still bugging me and I'd say maybe four or five months after that it was kind of getting worse. So I went in, saw like a, you know, sports uh, medicine, you know, doctor here in town and, and an orthopedist and uh, he prescribed me basically I had an MRI as well. So I had two partially torn, you know, ligaments on top of my rotator cuff. And um, he prescribed me a bunch of these like resistance band exercises, um, kind of physical therapy kind of stuff. So, and very light weights. Um, so he said, you know, you got to build up kind of the smaller muscles, you know, within your shoulder don't do don't be doing push-ups and pull-ups and kind of the major muscle groups just focus on the small stuff right so i did that for i think about six months or so and actually progressively i was very you know disciplined about it after about six months it actually felt felt a lot better um so i had full full rotation i could do push-ups again i could you know lift weights you know heavier weights anyway i i still do get a little soreness um underneath there but over time, especially doing more more pull-ups, that, that's really helped um, my recovery there. So then same rotator cuff about maybe about a year later. So I was doing you know a lot more swimming for triathlons and I had these these paddles, the, the pull, pull paddles, right? That helped strengthen the shoulder. But I think I hadn't built my shoulder back up enough yet with the major muscle groups that it was immediately within the first couple laps, all of a sudden I just felt a big you know strain right there. I was like, oh crap, <laughs> Here we go again. So ditched the pole paddles. Um, and you know, went back to doing the more PT. I think I went back to the same orthopedist. And uh, so he got me on, you know, s- similar exercise. I went to physical therapy again as well. So that was another, you know, several months, right? Of same kind of exercises until I could get back into doing kind of the major stuff. So um, say that that really uh <laughs> really sucked, but the good news out of all that is that I learned all these new exercises now. So when I get kind of sore or get maybe a little strange or whatever, I I know what to do, and and, and kind of work through that. And, and fortunately, it didn't cause any you know real serious long term damage. So with that, Justin, do <laughs> you jump into your uh, your your first one?
0: Um, it actually involves something that Jeff and I did uh, years and years and years ago. So we had climbed um, Mount Lemon in Tucson, which I think is like 17 or 18 miles and a total elevation gain of like 9000 because you go up and down a lot. We did it in the heart of winter. (laughs) Oh, man, that's right. And we made it to the top. Everything was great. We did it. We had a fun time Went with my brother. We just had the time of our lives. Sore the next day. About five days later, all of a sudden, I started feeling like just not myself. I got a fever. I just I thought I had the flu. And then like a couple of weeks later, I still just wasn't feeling like myself. And then like I was going to work and I just I couldn't maintain during the day like at all. Like I, I just would fall asleep. I, I was like, oh crap, I think I got mono. Well then, about a month or so after this whole thing, I couldn't turn my head because my, my lymph nodes had swollen so bad. That they extended, I mean, inches, like, I mean, they were huge out to here. We finally go to the emergency room, and the doctor goes, Well, look, we did the extra, you, the good news is you don't have cancer, your blood works totally normal, the bad news is you've got mono. So I ended up, uh, basically, what happened was because we did, uh, I already had it in my system. Because I pushed myself so hard, I got a really, really extreme version of mononucleosis and I was literally out of it for almost a year. And it took a ton of recovery. My poor wife knows that she would beg me to rest and knowing my personality, especially back then, I'm like, no, no, I'll just push through because you know, you gotta push yourself. Tough, man, uh, that's right. After reading and studying all these things, like there's a new book I got called The The, uh, Medical Medium. It's a guy by a guy named Anthony William and he basically walks you through like all these key diseases and how to get over them and one of the first things it's literally 100 pages in the book that he talks about is mononucleosis and there's like 60 different types and apparently when you get in your 30s it's really severe and what i did could have killed me so i'm letting you know now that everything i did was 100 percent wrong don't ever do it i'm incredibly lucky to be here and as healthy as i am I, nope. I mean, it, it was really stupid. So for me, that's like one of the scariest uh, injuries that I've had that wasn't necessarily my fault, but it was exacerbated by things that I did and I didn't take my recovery very seriously. So my lesson to you is listen to your body, always listen to your body. So Jeff, tell us a fun one, please.
1: A, a similar one, not mono, but similar similar effects, right? And symptoms with uh, valley fever. So, so valley fever is like a, a lung disease Caused by you know different uh, fungal you know growth or you know molds, um, especially in the Sonoran Desert here around Tucson, um, I think you know in Phoenix as well, and and it, it can be as simple as walking outside and breathing in these mold spores into your lungs and your body just not being able to to you know to to fight it off right. Um, and I got it when I was training for, I think it was like my second marathon, and I was doing these long runs. You know I was taking our, our son Mason at the time um you know, he was like two or three years old and i'm pushing him in the bob stroller uh down the, the like the bike path um well, i was in, i was feeling great i mean i was getting ready for this uh you know next marathon and this is like in december when i'm training and then the marathon was in january so i up in phoenix um and and literally about two weeks before the marathon i just similar to you with like kind of flu-like symptoms um just feeling really run down really achy you know fever and uh actually went into my doctor after a few days of this and uh and he said yeah you just you have the flu your white blood cell count you know it's high you're gonna fight it off you're 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 gonna be fine and after a few more days still not feeling well i just felt horrible i did way worse than than the flu right and uh because i'd had the flu before and uh so I so what is going on? So I, I think I called back, went back in and I was doing some research, you know, online myself kind of saying, what, what could this be? And I ran across, you know, Valley fever, right. Especially in, in this area. And so I actually told him, I said, I, I want to get a Valley fever test. Cause it, it could be that he's, oh no, it's not, it's not Valley fever. You'll it, it's, it's maybe it's pneumonia. Right. <laughs> so, um, because, you know, I could feel it in my lungs. Right. And I, I couldn't, you know, uh you know as efficiently. So um so he gave me like with the the Z pack. I think it's the common prescription for uh they call it for uh for pneumonia. So and bronchitis, right? But uh so I took that, started taking that, still wasn't worried. I said, no, I need a valley fever test. I, I think that's what it is. So he's okay, fine, you go get a valley fever test. So <laughs> went in and got that. Sure enough, next day found out positive for valley fever. Um so anyways, once I got that, I did my own research again, I found at uh, U of A, like UMC down here. Uh, they have like a Valley Fever Center of Excellence. So a great doctor, there are tons of experience of Valley Fever. I was able to go in and see him. And then he put me on this antifungal um, kind of prescription. And uh, it, it was almost like the side effects from that were worse than, I won't go into details, but were worse than the actual Valley Fever symptoms themselves. So he said, you know what? You're healthy enough, you don't need to be on this. It's not necessarily gonna get you over it faster. But I had a very ended up having a very severe case of valley fever. And I literally for about nine months, I tried a few times throughout that nine months to get on my bike, go for rides, go for runs, and my body is after you know 20, 30 minutes was like still <laughs> way, was wasted, right? Um, so I was taking naps you know, every day, every afternoon, taking a lot of you know, vacation time to kind of cover. Um, just just sleep. It was it was so bad, um, but after that, I was finally able to get kind of back into it slowly. And it took me, you know, another few months to kind of get back to where I was before I was running. So it was like a whole year at least. But I've learned, you know, over the years to really listen to my body, right? Like you're saying, it's you got to listen to those cues. Um, you know, for example, this morning. I was, I was so, or last night I was so tired. I said, I'm not setting my alarm early to get up, to go mountain biking. I'm going to wake up when I wake up and ride what I can, you know, before we're, we're going to talk and, and I, I'm, I'm doing more and more of that now and I'm feeling, you know, a lot better right overall.